Well, it's time for economic news with Gary Zimmerman. And, well, Gary, it's a new year, 2024. My goodness. Let's start with how, how you would describe how well the national economy performed in 2023 and then move on to what you expect the economy to do in 2024. Okay. Well, Paul, I think there is a lot of evidence and data that indicated that, you know, 2023 turned out to be a much better year than most economists and forecasters were expecting a year ago. So good place to start. Well, Gary, if I remember correctly, a lot of economic forecasts a year ago for 2023 had the economy falling into a recession. Uh, what happened? Uh, why was why was everybody so pessimistic last year? Well, you, you called that one right, Paul. <laughs> um, there was a lot of concern that the Fed's interest rate increases designed to slow the economy and bring down inflation would overdo it and, and lead to a recession. And that wasn't an unreasonable perspective a year ago. Um, when you add in also the uncertainty or risks about wars, energy prices, a catastrophic financial crisis, if the Congress couldn't get its act together and force the U.S. Treasury to default on trillions in national debt, you know, and then you had the risks caused by a potential government shutdown. So there were lots of reasons, you know, including, you know, global slowdowns as well that you know central banks don't have any control over so um, there are lots of reasons a year ago to expect that the economy could uh, fall into a recession in 2023 and you know central banks typically are not able to slow inflation spikes like we saw following covid and the supply chain issues you know without causing a recession so you know, it was not unreasonable well gary some leading economic indicators also were pointing towards a recession last year, and many, if not most, economists were skeptical about the ability of the economy to make a, quote, soft landing in 2023. What do you think of that? Well, yeah, Paul, several important economic indicators that typically show the likely onset of recession, like downturns in the stock market, a, a yield curve that's, you know, <laughs> Um, downward sloping, uh, meaning higher short-term interest rates are higher, um, typically do lead to a period where the economy is actually shrinking or producing less than it did in the prior year. And that's bad news for everybody. It means fewer jobs, higher rates of unemployment, uh, less income. And, you know, it shows up as GDP growth uh, for the economy turning negative, whereas the economy actually shrinks, you know, in comparison to that over the long run or long term, you know, the GDP averages close to 2% growth a year. So, you know, that's a big difference. So there were, there were reasons to be skeptical. Okay, Gary. So what do you think uh, happened in 2023 that explains why, at least so far, we're seeing a soft landing for the economy for this year? What happened? Well, I think the Federal Reserve obviously raised short-term interest rates from near zero in 2022 to over five and a quarter percent by March of 2023 uh, to slow economic growth um, and to lower the inflation rate. You know, and and you know that was an action in, that in the past usually led to a recession. So, you know, the in 2023 the Fed moved the economy a long way with this policy towards a soft landing with with no recession. Gary, will those factors help the economy moving forward into our new year, 2024? 
Yes, I think so. The labor markets, you know, which remain very robust in 2023, uh, you know, will, um, you know, continue to help. Um, they've sort of returned to more normal after COVID and the supply shortages and rising prices and a, a sharp spike in inflation, you know, that reached around peak of around 9% a year. Um, and that, you know, that reduced the purchasing power for all of us. Um, the good news in 2023 was that, you know, new payroll jobs continued to increase at a rapid pace throughout the year. Um, new jobs were, and we'll, and we'll get a new number this week that probably is expected to be a, a, a sizable increase in jobs as well um, for, for December. But um, the new jobs were added as, you know, people returned to work and um, employers filled jobs positions that were open. And, you know, and that drove the unemployment rate to or below full employment in 2023. And so with jobs and income, consumers overall had money to spend despite the inflation, and they continued to buy both goods and services. And, and overall, you know, wages began to keep up with the spike in inflation. So consumers generally had money to spend on both services and goods. And government spending was also generally helping the economy expand as well, you know, despite the threats of a default on the national debt and, you know, creating a, a government shutdown, you know, both of them that could have severe disruptions to financial markets and the economy. So... Yeah, you know, lot, lots of things happened there. And for the most part, they turned out okay. So, Gary, will the strong job market and slowing inflation help the economy moving forward into our new year, 2024? Well, I sure hope so, Paul. Uh, you know, I think most important uh, is that the overall national inflation numbers have come down substantially from their 2022 peaks of around 9%. And I would say um, they probably have come down more than the Federal Reserve expected at this time, you know, closer to around 3% inflation. Um, and lower inflation should allow the Fed to shift monetary policy from holding short-term interest rates above, you know, five and a quarter to beginning to lower them in 2024. Now, the question, of course, that remains is, you know, how much they might lower them and when they might lower them. Uh, but uh, those lower interest rates will certainly help the economy um, in 2024. Okay, Gary, so you think the Fed has really engineered a, quote, soft landing for the economy and will continue to see the economy expand this year and we will avoid a recession in 2024. That's a lot of questions right there. <laughs> well, there's still many risks facing the economy, um, you know, things that are sort of out of the hands of policymakers at the Fed, and, you know, including wars, energy prices, global economic growth slowing down, um, you know, and then the, the threats of government shutdowns and, you know, continued threat of, you know, maybe a default on the U.S. Treasury debt. You know, all of those things are still out there. Um, you know, still, you know, we, we've got um, an economy that labor markets and, you know, are strong and wages are supporting growth and spending. You know, so that should help 2024 be another positive year. Um, 
the holiday season looked like it was a good one, so that should also help. Um, and you know, if we look at a summary of forecasts like the National Association of Business Economic Survey of Economic Forecasts, so that uh, the majority of whom were predicting a, a recession in in 2023, about three quarters of their 50 so odd. odd participants, you know, are now expecting a soft landing and no recession in 2024. So, you know, inflation has fallen faster than most expected. That's very good news. Um, labor markets remain strong. You know, those are reducing the likelihood of a recession. And, you know, but, you know, still remember that the inflation still needs to fall closer to the Fed's 2% inflation goal and, and stay there for a while. Um, and the Fed's going to want to take some time to see, you know, if that is actually happening, you know, before they start making major changes in policy. Okay, Gary, lots of information today. Thank you so much. And look forward to chatting with you in a couple of weeks. Okay, thank you, Paul. Good talking to you. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco and is currently a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria. He teaches courses in economics and finance.